Mm-hmm. What's up, everybody? This is uh, Ming Chen. I'm not at a shared universe podcast studio. I'm at, uh, in Albuquerque, New Mexico, uh, part of the traveling podcast series, I guess, that we just kind of uh, came up with right here. We're at a place called Sidetrack Brewing yeah. in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I'm here with Chris Burnett, the uh, creator of Ten Drink Minimum, the mayor of downtown Albuquerque, and uh, my, my, my dear, dear friend, oh, my that's friend. A, that's, a great, that, that's a great introduction. I mean, come on! Can you hear? Uh, is is the is the music too loud? No, no, no we're good. Awesome. We're good. That's we're, great. Hey, we're at a brewery, man. Anything yeah. could happen, man. Like uh, somebody could come in, start ranting and raving. Oh uh, yeah, you 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 always got to expect that here. Yeah, maybe a dog. Somebody bring a dog in, starts barking. Yeah, over here at uh, yeah. <laughs> somebody could throw up. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, this is my favorite places, man. And uh, I think it's yeah, cheers. Cheers yeah. for sure here. Yeah, you hear, yeah. you hear that. Um, that's because we were drinking beer and podcasting. Yeah, yeah. It's three o'clock in the afternoon on a Monday. What what else would you do? Oh, I got it. We're living the life, man. We're living the life. Living, living the, the dream. Life. And uh, it's appropriate that we're at a brewery uh, here to <laughs> talk about the Ten Drink Minimum podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Running fifteen years running. So started in two thousand six. That's correct. Yeah. And uh, and how many episodes in are you? Have you seven hundred and fifty one? Holy crap! There's actually more than that. Like if we do a special live show out somewhere, I don't, I, I don't know why you don't, you I do don't this. number it. I don't number it. I just call it what it is, like live at uh, Sidetrack Brewing right. or whatever. So I guarantee there's probably about, I want to say probably about more like eight hundred and fifty. Probably. Holy crap! Really? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, you can't. You, That's a, quite a library. You man. can't actually go back, and uh, I think you can only really listen to like probably about two hundred and fifty of them, but. Oh man, that's all right. So there, the other yeah. five hundred aren't on like, like a hard drive or somewhere. Uh, there was well, the first season, the very first like like fifty or hundred episodes were on a hard drive that died. Oh man, and I switched podcast servers since then, and so I don't know. Yeah. Oh but, man, but I mean, it, would I like to have that? Yes, but also no because it's awful. Right. Yeah, everything. The sound is but awful. It's, it's history, though. Man. It's history. It's his. I hear you though. Mm. I hear you. Do you ever go back and listen to uh, any like uh, like episode? I don't know, two fifty three or, or. I have, yeah, I have, and I mean, I don't even. Are know you like this? Everybody, this is Chris Burton. You're all like, no, 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 no. And, like, it's more uh, like the sound in the background makes me cringe, and I'm sure it's fine, but to other to regular people, but to me, it's terrible. You yeah, know? I still, you know, I've always feel like I'm perfecting the the, the sound. Always like, like, yeah, man. Always trying to strive for that, you know. Yeah, like you're like I don't, I don't have man. a you're like just just uh, outward and upward, man. Right, I don't <laughs> I don't have like a producer or you know a, a sound engineer that comes in and does it. I, it's me, you know. Always has I, been, always I, will be. I always found that fun as I would go to other podcasts, mm. I get invited, and they're like, "Hi, uh, you know, they're like, I know this guy, he's the producer." Oh I'm right, like, I'm right. like, what, what, wait, what? Why? Yeah. <laughs> what? And like, I'm like, are you on the pod? They're like, no, I'm the producer. I'm like, that really, what? it's weird, right? Is weird to me. Do you and need it, a producer? I feel yeah. no. I mean, you know, other people. There's all different flavors of kung fu. Yeah, some are stronger than others. You well, know, I mean, I, I guess I'm a little ever. snobbish on that. I, I yeah, feel like I, uh, so am I. I'm not because like because like podcasting is such a you know it, it is it is the ultimate do it yourself DIY. Yep. And I feel like if you're hiring somebody, which you know, good for those people for making money, but if you're hiring somebody to do all of the actual work and all you do is sit down and just do content. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess you're a podcaster, but I, you know, no, you know, it's like, you don't need a producer. Yeah. Let's be honest. If you have, no. if, you have, if, you have, if you're, if you have a producer, I mean, 
great. Mm. But you know, come on, do your own work. Do Book your own, own do, do your own work. Yeah. As a teacher always used to say. I thought that was funny. I was like, are you not on the pod? Like, no, no, no. I'm the producer. I'm like, yeah. why would I be on the pod? It's like, it's why wouldn't you be on the pod? Right. Yeah. And I've recorded other people's, but I don't. I don't know. I I still look. You know. When they go to tell people, oh, I'm a podcaster. Like, my thing is, is if you're a podcaster, you could do exactly what we're doing right now. Yeah. You just, like, brought a backpack with all the equipment. You unfurled it. Yeah. Put it on the table. Hooked the microphones up to it. Hook your laptop to it. Boom. We're recording. Record. Yeah. That's podcasting. Man. Yeah. Well, and then, well, we need the beer, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Need the beer from uh, Sidetrack Brewing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I um, So, 15 years ago, what... Before you recorded that first episode, what what inspired all that? Okay, it was very early. There were no. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what other podcasts were even I can existing. Tell you. I'll was, tell you was exactly. Like, okay, so um, I was living in Portales, New Mexico. Yeah, which is on the eastern part of New Mexico. It's right by the Texas border. Um, the closest big city is either Lubbock, Lubbock, Texas, mm-hmm. which isn't a major big city, but it's a big. It was a big city to people like me. Um, I was dropped out of college and my girlfriend was still in college. So I, so I stayed there. So I was a property manager for 18 apartments. Wow. And one of the jobs I, like I was the main, I was the maintenance guy. I was the property manager. I was, uh, lawn and lawn care. Sounds like an awesome job. (laughs) Yeah. And I just left my job in the service industry where I'd worked at, uh, either pizza hut or Domino's or tasty freeze for like 10 years. So this was a first job I had where I was off on the weekends and I was, uh, working during the day and not at night, you know? So I was really, it was a nine to five. Yeah. Nine to five, which I really enjoyed. So one of the things I had to do, I mean, other than like maintenance stuff, I had to like mow this huge lot, uh, with a riding lawnmower and it would take, you know, an hour or two to mow it, you know? And I had to do that probably about every, you know, two weeks maybe, yep. yeah. And I so I, I bought a iPod Nano, <laughs> yeah. And I started downloading music on it, and you know after, and I you know and I would walk around with my headphones and listening to music while I worked, you know, like if I was painting yeah. or if I was doing whatever, I was you know, always always listening to music. Well, it just got to the point where I was like, wow, I'm really you know bored with the music I have because this wasn't Spotify and Pandora days where you could just put put in whatever you want. You yeah. just you had what you had. You yeah. Know? You had to make a playlist you, uh, you, if that you had you to make had it longer. What, you had what you could steal. Right. You yeah. Know? Napster. Yeah. What up? LimeWire. LimeWire. Frostwire. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. My computer's infected. <laughs> um anyway, I was like on one night I was on uh, iTunes. And like literally someone had given me a laptop. Like I didn't even have money to buy a, no. a, a computer, and somebody got a new laptop and they gave me an old Sony that would overheat. <laughs> and now, and like knowing what I know now, I, I could actually fix that. But back in the, those days, I didn't know how to fix computers, but I do now. But um, so I'm on iTunes, and I'm like just scrolling through, like just bored, and I'm like podcasts. What like, is what, that? Yeah, I remember. I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. So I, 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 I see that there's like different genres. There's like self-help. There's like, you know, reviews. There's like comedy. And the comedy is like a lot. There's a lot. So I start downloading these, these, these podcasts. And I'm thinking like, I didn't know. Like I was like, well, wow. I was like Apple creating these is like, you know, because yeah. I'm not used to like DIY. I don't know anything about right. that. 
And so I start listening to these, and I'm like, this is someone like recording in their house. Yeah. I was How, like, what do you, and so I just like, and like, some of them are really good, some of them are not, you know, audio wise yeah. or like even, you know, content wise. And uh, they, uh, I start to think about it and I'm like, I start listening, and they, you know, every once in a while you'll catch like, you know, what someone's using or whatever. And they're not, they're not in the studio, they're like in their house. And I'm like, huh. Interesting. Oh, interesting. So I start talking to my neighbor. Um, his name is Chris as well. And I start telling him about this. And he's like, I was like, we could just like have a show and like we talk into a microphone and record it and upload it. And then he goes, and people download it. I go, yeah. And I start talking to my girlfriend about it. So we we go to Radio Shack, and he was the money guy because he uh, he was a uh, insurance adjuster and he made you know pretty good money. So we go to Radio Shack. I kind of like cobble a list together of kind of what we need to buy. We go to Radio Shack. We talk to the guy. And we're kind of telling him. So we buy like four microphones, like the cheapest Radio Shack yeah. microphones. The you Radio can buy. Shack branded microphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we buy the cables. And then we buy a, a basically a little box that has like the microphone levels on it. It had yeah. four levels. So we could plug in four, four uh, microphones. I had purchased this thing on Amazon called an iMic. Yeah, I, was, remember, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, And it was a USB and uh, oh. external sound card, basically. Yeah. And I figured out how to plug the... Uh, I got the RCA to... to what is it? One-eighth? Uh, one-eighth. Yeah, you have the stereo jack. And yeah. plug those into the iMic and <laughs> downloaded Audacity. And as long as the computer didn't overheat and shut off, <laughs> we were good to go, you know? So we started doing... Five episodes a week, one hour. Wait, what? Yeah, one hour a every day, day. Every day. Why? Why? And, and uh, why every day? I, I, I mean, all the podcasts that I like, that's what they did. Every day. Every day. Oh, yeah, man. and I mean, have you ever heard of like Keith and the Girl? No. Keith and the Girl was the big one I listened to. There was one out of Chicago called Red Bar Radio, which is insane because like some of the people who were on that podcast, like originally, like there's one guy that that runs it. But the like he would have like com- local comedians come in, yeah, and it was like Hannibal Burris, uh, what's the guy's name from Eternals, uh, Kumail. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, wow, it was a bit, TJ bit, Miller. Yeah, heavy all, hitters. Yeah, man. they were all on that like just as like went before they were anything, and so they were just like these dudes that were just there, and I was like, whoa. And then uh, then there was a show called Don and Drew. You ever heard of Don and Drew? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Keith and the girl and Don and Drew were like rival enemy podcasts <laughs> and this is the days of pod show yeah when pod show was like you were you were either pod show uh you were with pod show or you were against pod right. show yeah so i was like i'm created a podcast and I'm, i hate pod show i was like rebel i'm a right, rebel right uh, yeah it's like who are these guys i'm yeah, a rebel daddy <laughs> a loner a loner but um so we were you know one hour a day we were doing it and then uh my my friend Chris, he gets called out on a you know there's a hurricane and so he has to go to the East Coast yeah. and so he leaves the show, so it's my girlfriend and I and I mean we would have like our friends on and uh, like you know we had like my friend Dave he would come on he was like Dave the sports freak you know so it was like very oh okay, like, there was a you like know, you guys had like a gimmick or whatever yeah or, uh, yeah we would just talk like we we would actually do show notes and we would like wow my girlfriend would talk about pop culture yeah I would just like riff. And then, like, different people would come on different episodes and talk about different things. Someone would talk about gossip or celebrity gossip or whatever. And, you know, we did what we thought we were supposed to do, you know? And, like, so we started to slow down and not do one hour a day (laughs) 
for five days a week. That was kind of tough, you know. <sighs> that was a lot. Yeah. When you're not getting paid, it's even tougher. No, it's yeah. Just tough, man. Well, I mean, I, I admire your your ambition. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I guess back then you're like, yeah. okay, we got to run this like a radio show, right? Right. So I mean, I didn't know any other way. Day, like show notes, yeah. Know, prepare. Um, yeah, like wacky sound effects, whatever. Well, yeah. And it got to the point where. I just started to notice I would write down all these show notes and I would just like not talk about right. any of it. Yeah, because we just go off tangent because yeah. that's the beauty of all yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember the first time I was like out and around Portales and I started talking and somebody heard me. This was back when it was the show was completely audio. Yeah. And uh, um, someone heard me talk and they're like, oh, wow, I know your voice. You're the tenor. Oh, no way. Like, oh, wow. I was like, oh, my God. Wow. We we got a listener. We, we got we got one. We got one. <laughs> I don't know if I did. I answer your question. I don't know if the, I didn't know if you wanted me to just keep going. No no no. Yeah, you did. I can keep going. That, but um, this is podcasting. This is hardcore podcasting, mm. my friends. So then, going. about a, a year after we started, I remember we even had like a fiftieth episode party, and I had two of my friends that were musicians, and they played. Yeah, and it was just kind of neat, you know. And I was like, whoa, you know. And I think we got shirts made. I and I have. To this day, one of the original shirts. Really, the for yeah. The, oh yeah, it's all cracked cool. and gross. But was it like, was it called Tendering Minimum? Yeah, it's been called that the yeah. whole, this whole time. Um, I was walking out of a Hastings. Speaking of radio, I'm talking about Radio Shack and Hastings. Yeah, which is a electronic the, store. Yeah. Uh, like um, uh, it's a chain, but uh, yeah, it was. Re- regional chain or it was a regional yeah, chain. Yeah, uh, radio Shack. No, Hastings. Oh, Hastings. Yeah, we had them here, and I really miss them. I, I loved I loved Hastings. Yeah, but I was walking out of a Hastings, and I think I saw something that was like. Or I just had listened to some comedians and like I always, you know, because we didn't have a comedy store or a comedy um, um, like a bar. Scene? Yeah. We, well, no, on Portales, you, you know, barely have a bar. Okay, right. So, I mean, we don't have a comedy <laughs> club. We didn't have a comedy club anywhere. But like I listened to these podcasts and they would talk about like they're comedians and they'd be like, well, you know, you've got to bring people to the show. And then there's a two drink minimum. And I was like, oh, two drink minimum. We're not very good, and we may not be good for a while, so you're probably going to need a 10-drink by the <laughs> And I just remember, like, I said it in my head. I remember the day. I was walking out of Hastings, and I was like, 10-drink minimum. And I came home, and I told my friend, who I'd been talking to about this, I was like, I got a name for the podcast. Yeah. And he's like, what? And I was like, 10-drink minimum. And he was like, oh, wow. And I told him why. And you know, I told my girlfriend. She liked it. But, like, I never envisioned that. I always envisioned people would see 10-drink minimum. And think of the comedy club thing. I just, in my mind, never thought people would think, oh, you have to drink 10 drinks. To, right. You know, you know. Yeah. And, and Which that, some people assume that. I was like, wait, yeah. I drink 10 drinks. Like, no, it's it, just it, a name. Everyone assumes that, yeah. It's a name, and, but it's a lifestyle to me, right? man. It's an yeah. attitude, man. That's correct. It's a freaking 10 drink minimum. Mm. It is the lifestyle. So, yeah. So then about a year after we started it, my girlfriend graduated from college and she and I both decided it was just best to move to to up here to Albuquerque. No, and that way she could find a job in her field, and I could figure out what career I wanted to do in right. life. And she ended up getting a job in the movie industry. Then, like, she started working on a movie, and she really enjoyed it. And then she decided we'd been together about seven and a half years yeah. at this point. And she decided that like this is the job she wanted to do, and it, in order to do that, at the time, she was going to have to travel. Well, she decided that like because of that, that's what she wanted to do, and I was not a part of that picture. So we we split up, All right? You know, which at the time was very devastating to me. 
but it made me realize like that was actually like that's actually one of the most pivotal moments of my life really it's like a nexus moment it was okay cool and i can look back on that moment from here from then till now and it was a really like great thing that happened i'm i mean she was a wonderful person but it was one of those things that i did i was just comfortable yeah. and i just had realized like you know, I was I was upset that not that the that the, that the relationship was ending. I, I was more upset that the that my life was changing. Right. You know, and that was upsetting me. But then it made me go on the path that I'm on now, which was a good thing in the alternate universe. So you know, maybe I was we're, we're married somewhere. Who knows? But um, yeah, Earth two or Earth, Earth two, the, yeah, <laughs> Earth two. Earth two. I mean, we're, uh, we're both assholes, and right? Like we're, <laughs> we're like, yeah, the multiverse. Yeah, but um. So she moved out, and then I had a friend from college that had moved up here as well, and his name was Adam. And uh, Adam would come over all the time, and like I started, like he started doing the show with us every once in a while, yeah. while she was still around. So whenever she and I broke up, she moved out, and I asked Adam. I said, "Hey, I need a co-host. I don't if I want to keep doing this show, I, I, I you know need to have a co-host." So Adam. I said yeah, and so we would, but we can't do it every, you know. As I think we were doing like two or three times a week at okay, that point. Yeah, you pared down with us still a lot. And man. he's like, I said, Adam, you know, I can cut it down to once a week. We'll do it once a week. And so uh, we, I'm living in Bernalillo, New Mexico at this time. Right. I'm a property manager for a property there. That that's how I transferred up here. Okay. So I decided that I'm not gonna. I don't want to do that as a career. So I knew some people, and I said, Hey, if you know of a place hiring, I'd like to, you know, get jobs. So I, I got called by a guy and he's like yeah um this company that owns a bunch of chevrons needs some work and i know the guy are you mechanically inclined i'm like yeah i'm pretty mechanically inclined because i was or i am so they hired me to be like a pump technician at chevrons right i would travel around and i would change out screens change out card readers change out the little buttons when people break them yeah really interesting job by the way I actually really enjoyed it. I just uh, didn't uh, get paid very well. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't know someone actually did that. Oh like, yeah, I people just break thought the, they yeah. or, or I change it like someone drives off. Oh, they pull the thing yeah, off, <laughs> which was like daily. So it, wow. it you know it has a little breakaway thing that pops it apart and it shuts right. off, shuts everything off. But we'd have to go put those back together, and if they were leaked, then you'd have to replace them. Right. But um, so I moved into Albuquerque and I rented out an apartment with a friend of mine, and we were behind. We were up on uh, Montgomery and San Mateo behind Billy's Long Bar. So Adam and I decided that on Tuesday nights we were going to record the podcast, which was about an hour long each each Tuesday, an hour long podcast. Okay. So what we would do is is we would on Tuesdays at Billy's Long Bar they had um, oh two dollar uh, at this time this was you know like. 14 years ago. Yeah. They had $2 pints of any beer and they had 50, 50 taps. Yeah. So, wow, okay. so we would go over and drink <laughs> about, you know, uh, five beers a piece yeah. for 10 bucks and then tip, you know, like five. Right. You know, and then go over and record the podcast. So that was the pre gaming. Yeah. Five beers. Yeah. So 10 drink minimum. Yeah. There hey, you go. Okay. Cool. Cool. <laughs> it's a, Easily. That's... Right. And it was so much like, you know, how like I go to places and people know who I am. At Billy's Long Bar, I had a table, and I remember one time I went in there with my dad, and they were interviewing a guy, interviewing a guy, at the table I was sat at, and the dude turns and looks and goes, "Oh, hold on, hold on," and he stopped the guy he's interviewing. He's like, "We got to move. This is his table," and he whoa, that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that much and pull I, there. And I was just kidding. I was like, "I know." I was like, "I was like, no, 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 no. You, you don't have to. There's yeah, plenty yeah. of tables." And he's like, "No, no, 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 no." 
Yeah. No, no, this is, uh, yeah. this is Chris Burnett's table. Right, right. Yeah. Get, out, get out of the way. And so we did that for, I think I did that for a year over there. And, uh, but I mean, it was also kind of neat because if you want to go party on Friday or Saturday, you just walk downstairs and went to the bar, you know? Yeah. But um, I never, I rarely went downtown. It was just rare if I did. So then I decide I want to move to like Old Town. Because the situation, my living situation was kind of rough. Uh, my roommate, you know, there was some, some rough stuff. But so I moved out and I, I found a, me and this other guy that I had met decided to uh, move in together in Old Town. And so I, we rented this duplex. And then within like a month, he like sketched out. And so it was just me. But I had switched jobs and I actually made more money. So it was fine. Yeah. And so Adam was my co-host for like, ooh, I want to say, I want to say about three years. And oh, it was just okay. me and so Adam. Like 150 episodes. Yeah. Wow. And Adam would like. It was really interesting. Adam, uh, um, would you know he was he was like he was a really great co-host, but he was just like very like he liked to talk about porn all the time. Like he was <laughs> he really porn into addiction. porn. Okay. And at this time, we had a lot of fans that were like in uh, Australia, yeah, some in Ireland or whatever. And like an Australian fan even flew here and like hung out with us. Really, Which you just was, came and hung out. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was, gotta, well, it cracked me up because I told him that I was like, I was like, I wouldn't fly here to hang out with us. We're not that cool. Yeah. And he goes, No, no, I'll already be in the United States. I'll right. just fly over. And I'm like, Well, where will you be in the United States? And he's like, Florida. And I'm like, Well, Florida <laughs> and New Mexico are very far apart. Right. But he did. He came. But um, so then while I was hanging out with Adam one night, because I lived downtown, we we could just like walk from, or I lived in Old Town, we could walk from my house to downtown. Yeah. So we started hanging out downtown a lot. We'd go to Burt's Tiki Lounge. And Adam's like, hey, man, do you know this guy, Billy Belmont? He uh, he also went to college where we went. And I didn't know Billy, but I had seen Billy. Right. Like, I knew his one of his bandmates from uh, college. So he introduces us at uh, Billy's Long Bar, or not Billy's, at, uh, at Burt's Tiki Lounge. And so Billy and I just start talking, and we end up, like, Adam ends up going home, and, like, we end up hanging out and, like, going all over the place. And, uh, you know, I didn't know hardly any people. Like, I didn't know people downtown. Yeah. But Billy did. He knew all kinds of people. Oh, okay, cool. Right. So yeah. I asked him, I was like, you want to come to the podcast? You want to come? And he's like, I'm, yeah. you know, I mean, you're a musician, right? And he's like, yeah. You want to come play the guitar? And he's like, yeah. And uh, so he does. And so he ends up coming and, like, doing the show. Like, he's one of those, like, dudes that just kind of comes every so often. And we invite him and he'll show up, you yeah. know, and he comes to the show. Well, all of a sudden, Adam is like working at Albertsons and he, you know, it's funny because he has a college degree, but he like worked at Albertsons. It's right. the really, really weirdest thing. And he starts kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. Really. I honestly really don't know what happened, but he like got um, promoted to management and he was like, I'm, my schedule is going to be all the place. I don't know when I can commit to doing the show on a regular basis. And I was like, okay, well that sucks. Yeah. You know? Life though. Yeah. But it was also one of those uh, situations where, like Ad, Adam and I were like really good together, but we had we had really run our course. You know, right. there's three right. years good run. Yeah, man. yeah. Like you start really kind of like rehashing the same things sure. over and over and over again. And so uh, I'm like, well, I don't know what to do now because I don't know a lot of people. So I asked Billy. I said, Hey, Billy, do you like doing the podcast? And he's like, Yeah. And I'm like, Would you like to be my co-host? Because Adam is leaving, and he he like doesn't even skip me. He's like, Yes, I'll do it. <laughs> So that's like when the Billy Belmont era began. And wow, I think man. Billy and I did it. Man, I want to say he was there close to 10 years. Yeah. I would say, yeah. 
easily 10 years. And, uh, so then, um, he and I started doing it and then, um, like I started having issues with my job. Like they changed, it was like, you know, like the economy was taking a dip. So like I, I, they changed our pay structure and it cost me about 20 grand a year. So I was not going to make the money I made. Right. So, wow, then, that's a so lot. then I talked to Billy one day. I was like, Hey man, I got to find a place. I know you have one, but he lived with this couple. Yeah. Like they were a married couple and he lived with them. Right. And I said, uh, I don't know if you'd want to do this, but do you want to move in together? And he was like, immediately he was like, his eyes lit <laughs> up and he goes, yes. Again. Yeah. So we got the Rosemont house. Oh, before that, the show was on Tuesday nights. We always recorded it on Tuesday nights. Right. Ten drink minimum on Tuesday nights. Well, it was like and, a 50 cent beer night or whatever. Right. Or, uh, right. <laughs> but I mean, even when I was living in uh, Old Town, we did that. So Billy, he gets uh, he gets a DUI. Uh, he gets a DUI the night before my birthday. So then, like, on Tuesday nights was the night, like, you know, used to what they would do is if you got a DUI, you had to go to, uh, um, oh, we got 12-step program. All right, like Like, mandatory. 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 And, uh, or these, like, some sort of classes. Right. I think it was classes, actually. Like, Mothers Against Drunk Driving, like, like they sit there and just yell at you and all this stuff. Anyway, his classes were on Tuesday nights. Oh, dang. So, I was like, well, we got we we to do move another it. night then. Yeah. And this is when we, we were we were video by this point. We were we were live streaming video or recording video and putting it up, you know. I think, we were, where were we putting the video? Oh, there was a site called Ustream. Yeah, yeah. You would, you, <laughs> that's how yeah. far back you go? Yeah. Remember, yeah, Ustream was like one of the first live mm-hmm. like video platforms. And it was, it was yeah. pretty crude. It never, yeah. some, didn't really work great. No. Most of the time. But but it was there. And yeah. You could do it. And it was like, you know, it was like, cool, man. We're live streaming them. That's right. Yeah. I remember, yeah, I remember so Ustream. We, yeah. So we were used, doing Ustream. And uh, so I was like, well, what night is best for you? And he's like, I don't know. Sundays. And that's when we moved to Sundays. And so Billy and I moved in together at the Rosemont house. And so then, you know, Billy introduced me to a bunch of people. And, you know, so then like once it's really weird because when I first moved here, you go downtown and like I would see the same people all the time, but I didn't know them. Okay. Yeah. And they're not, you know, this is one of those er like scenes where like people won't just like start talking to you. You And if you talk to them, they'll be like, quick answers and then like they don't trust you right it was really weird yeah I was like, like, what, do I you remember, want, what do you want from me right right like, nothing I, want to be your I, friend. I, I remember going to parties with billy and like i could see people like whispering to each other like who who's that who's yeah, that guy yeah, yeah. and then it, you know it took you know probably about a year finally where people were like okay this guy's you know this cool, guy's cool. Like, yeah, yeah yeah and you know then i could just walk in and people would say hi to me and all this stuff which is you know that's you know i'm, I'm fine with it but now now i'm the one that's like who's that person yeah who's right that, you know? yeah. but um uh, so we, we meet our friend Tammy and she she runs a good sign who's and she's been awesome to us all does all our stickers. She started introducing me to a lot of people and we met the people who run Tractor Brewing and they were opening a bar downtown called the Art Bar. And they came and did our podcast and they were like, Oh man, we want you guys to podcast from our bar. And I mean, geez, this is like eight eight years ago. Yeah. Maybe? Yeah, no, yeah, no one did that. Nobody did yeah. that. Yeah. Like I'm like okay, and then we live stream everything, right? You know? And um, so I'm like okay, cool. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll give it a shot. And we we do it once for like a one off. And our friend Stu, the one we always you know kind of joke about Stu Albert. Yep, he does the sound, and he's just Stu is is a great guy, but he's like 
rough to be around rough to not be around rough to work with okay you know he's very uh (laughs) you know he's on the spectrum uh, yeah and uh i'm just like oh and so then like they they liked the one-off and they're like yeah we want you to come back and do it and and like you know we're it looks like we've changed the show like from just being a podcast to kind of it's like a talk show yeah where we'd have guests and they'd come up and talk with us and i'm like well i can't really run the the technical part of it and i'm just like sure this is going to suck trying to figure out how to who's going to do this with us. So one night we go out partying and I go we go to this place called Blackbird and uh Smiley this guy Smiley and his girlfriend come in and they they literally look like uh Jack and and Meg White, you know, yeah. the white stripes. <laughs> the white stripes. And I even tease them about that <laughs> and then they show me a picture of their Halloween costume where they dressed as the white stripes. Oh man. Anyway, I, I, you know, I feel like this smiley guy is a weird, weird dude. And I'm like, man. And so we party another different weekend and we end up going back to our Rosemont house and like drinking afterwards. And I see this guy like on the front porch of our house. He starts talking about how he like was did like ballet and like Aztec dancing. And then he does this thing where he turns his legs, his feet like completely 180. No, not 180, but like. Like sideways. Okay, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, like sideways. degrees, yeah. And walks, and it's the creepiest shit. So we <laughs> just keep on talking. We end up just like, I'm just like enamored by like how like weird this guy is. Right. And he starts telling me he has like a uh, an associate's degree in this, an associate's degree in this, an associate. He has like three or four associate's yeah. degrees. And then he was an EMT at one point. And I'm like, okay, well, and he's like, yeah, I did. Gra- I do graphic design, da, 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 da. And I'm like, oh, so you can run a computer. I'm like, he's like, yeah. And I was like, well, here's what's going on. And I start telling him about the art bar thing and how I need somebody to run the technical aspects yeah. of it while we're on the stage. And he's like, I could do that. And I'm like, well, awesome. I was like, I mean, I could try to pay you, but I don't really, you know, we don't have, we don't get make any money. We just get free beer. And he right. goes, he goes, oh, I'll do it for free beer. <laughs> and that's how Smiley, he comes in and he's like, we're up on stage on these big couches, Billy and I, with the camera in front of us. And he's over to the side, like running it all, yep. like as a silent whatever. Well, one day, like we accidentally packed extra. Well, we always took extra stuff because you always forgot something and had to. Someone had to yep. drive back to the house, yep. and God, those those days were. Uh, I don't miss those days at all. It was rough. It still happens. Like, yeah. Dang it, where's that cable? Like I thought, Shit. I thought I yeah. packed it. Dang it. So one day, Billy's like, "Should I put the mic over, like on smile for Smiley in case, like?" he has to tell us something i'm like yeah yeah do that yeah why not and so we put some mic over there and then like you know whenever there would be like kind of a a slowdown i would be like i would we'd ask smiley something and he would start talking and be like all of a sudden that just like got more and more and more and more boom we went from a two-man podcast to a three-person yeah yeah and uh you know we, we did that for a year and i mean the last show, because the place closed down, we kind of knew it was happening, but we didn't. We didn't act like we knew it. Right. And one of the owners came in and just like opened the bar and was like mixing drinks and like just crazy nuts, you know, fun time. And so then we left there, and our favorite bar downtown was called Blackbird. And so we knew the owners, and it, this is kind of funny because like there was four owners because they were all a band, right? And they opened <laughs> the bar so they could fund their touring. But okay. like, but like, when you own a bar with food and everything, uh, you know, bar and grill, 
your margins are like razor thin. Oh yeah, and so, not a single one of them ever wanted to manage it. So like you know, so yep. I mean, they may have broke even. Right. So they hit me up and they're like, "Hey, would you guys want to do ten drink minimum at the Blackbird?" And I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" So we so I go to meet with them about it, and literally I'm waiting to talk to them because they're having a a, a a meeting about the bar. And they're talking about how they're going to close. <laughs> oh, and I'm man. like, crap. Like, man. It's over before it began. And so we go. To, I mean, it, it was actually fine because, I mean, I, I miss that bar. It's one of my favorite bars yeah. in my life. But, like, their PA would always, like, hum through the sound. Oh, okay, so, yeah. so I don't have so a not. single show from that era because it just always was so bad. Right. And uh, Oh, man. Like, one of the people we interviewed, which I wish I could have, was a guy named Raven Chacon. And Raven Chacon is like way more famous than maybe you or I. Like he's met the Obamas. Like right, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, he 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 he's like a sound musician, sound artist slash composer. Right. And so I really wish I could have that, but you know, I'll I'll, I'll get him again because I know him. Yeah. But um, so then we we literally I think do like four shows and they close, and everybody's like, "Are are you guys bad luck? Are you guys like? Oh yeah, they are the, the restaurant killers. Yeah, the bar and grill killers. So from that point on, like we're kind of known as like the live show podcasters. Like we're yeah. the people. So so we just start getting hit up all the time. Hey, come to your podcast at my at our brewery. Right. So we end up you know going from Art Bar to Blackbird to Tractor to Santa Fe Brewing to. Uh, That's gosh, cool. Where so else? You, yeah. Just go to breweries. Yeah, uh, we did it here. Sidetrack Brewing. Yeah, right out there. Uh, gosh, I can't. Uh, 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 Launchpad. Yeah, like probably three times. Um, so you're lugging gear though every yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just and, big, I'm and I'm oh I'm like God. miserable. Like I hate you it. Set it I up, hate like, it and so then much. And something always breaks again. Yeah, again you just like oh crap, I forgot. And it's, cable, this and it's this, stressful, yeah, man. Yeah, and this isn't gear like you have right here. This I'm talking gear. Yeah, gear. board, board. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, do you have a PA system so everybody could hear? I, I do. Okay, so. I have a PA system, and I realized really quickly everyone hates that. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, because everyone can hear it, and not, yeah. and not so, everyone necessarily wants to hear it. You go to a brewery <laughs> on a Friday afternoon to do a podcast at 6 o'clock where you have a lot of people who are coming after work, yep. after a rough week of work. They're with their coworker. They don't want to hear you right they want to talk to their coworker, and the more you talk the louder they get and the louder they get and the louder they yeah. get it's just obnoxious and it's all around awful. yeah so what i started doing is i tell people well yeah we'll come podcast there but it's not going to be for the it's not really going to be for the audience there because we would live stream too yeah. like i'm live streaming for the people watching right and then they'll see your place yes like the people that are in the like they're already there bro yeah you know yeah and they're not really there to listen to a podcast no, uh-uh. per se and uh, I ended up watching other podcasts try to replicate it, and they, I had to sit there and watch them go through the same thing I had yep. to go through, and I was like, "Oh man, it's, yeah." Sometimes it's fun to sit back yeah. and laugh. I was like, "Yeah, it, man. a little bit, yeah." <laughs> and uh, so yeah, so we did that for a long, long time, and I mean, I hated it every moment, but I understood that we had, you know, you're doing something, you're doing something different, you know. Yeah, you know, getting your name out there, and uh, yeah, but so wait, there's a a year, mm-hmm. I, oh, years, years. Yeah, you would every week. You would go and, and not do every week, not every week. No, okay, no, a we lot did, of no, no. A lot of times, like we would be in the studio. Okay, but then I mean, I would say it got to the point where one year I just woke up and I was like, "All right, I'm going to only do 
10 live shows out this year and that's it oh okay yeah and because uh, it was just so yeah lugging the gear setting it up the, and the, yeah that's the part people don't see breaking it yeah, down breaking like, down back to the, the the car and you're just trying to have fun too and, and, yeah and everybody wants to come up to you afterwards and yeah. buy you beers and you know but then he, he, you know started getting to the point where people were like when's your next live show when's yeah. your next live show we get called out for that and they're like because uh, people i don't know why people want to come sit and watch it it's interesting it yeah. still is and yeah. uh but especially uh you know however yeah. many years ago this was uh it was yeah, it was a cool thing mm-hmm and I mean, the cool thing about our place over on Rosemont is there was, I mean, it didn't happen a lot, but it would happen like every once in a while, somebody would just come up while we we're doing the show, knock on the door and we'd open the door and they'd pop in. Like it'd be like some musician or some artist, like somebody, somebody in the scene would just like show up and just, you know, we'd be like, come on in, come on in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they'd, you know, we'd interview them for a little That's bit. Cool. What are you up to? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, I mean, that, that factor's kind of gone, but I mean... I think with the studio I have now, I can I could, once COVID like lets up some, I could kind of like start that again. Yeah. If you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know plus if, I would, if you wanted to, you have that big courtyard, like your front yard, like mm-hmm. you could potentially set up out there. And, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. For sure. Kind of fun. But um, yeah. So then uh, we were at the this place next door, Sanitaria Tortilla Factory, one night, and we had a live audience. It was my birthday. Yeah. And uh, we had um, pr- weeks prior, we had started doing like every episode of the show. We were we were drinking the alcohol that you drank before you were old enough to drink. Okay. So like Mad Dog 2020. Okay. Yeah. 40. Or uh, <laughs> Strawberry Hill, uh, you know, wine, yeah. Boone's Farm, uh, 40s. Yeah. And Smiley was like, if you buy uh, Thunderbird, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. So... Of course, I drive all over and I can't find it anywhere. And uh, I go to this place called the Bird of Paradise, which is kind of in the rougher part of town. And I look for it. And I look for it. I can't find it. Have you ever, you ever heard of Thunderbird? No. It's like is it a malt liquor. Three dollar wine. Three dollar wine. Oh, okay. It's so okay. Hold on. <laughs> it's really awful. Okay. Well, for three bucks, I, I, I soon I'm realized shocked. why Smiley said not to do it. So I walk up to the guy at the counter and I said, "Yeah, I'm looking for something. And I can't find it." And he goes, "What?" And I go. Thunderbird wine and he like looks at me and he's like it's behind the counter and I was like I'll take some and he puts it on the counter and he goes do you know what today is and I go no and he goes today is the day your life changes and not for the better if this is what you're drinking <laughs> and I'm like whoa and so I tell him what it's for and he goes okay so we're at the sanitary tortilla factory and we have probably about 20 people in the crowd Yeah, and I tell him what's going on or what we've been doing, and then I, you know, had it hidden, and I pull it out, and Smiley's face, he's like, "No," I was like, "Yeah, dude, run the show." You so we take know. turns drinking it, and, and I'm like, "This is like this is pre Malort days," and it's it's awful, and uh, I ended up getting so sick from it, we I couldn't go out and party for my birthday. It's that bad? Yeah, it's not it's not Malort taste bad. It's just right. it's it's just, just bad. Yeah, and um, this woman walks she raises her hand in the crowd i'm like yeah and she goes can i come up and try it i'm like yeah and so i i have a picture somewhere where she's like just kicking the bottle back right in front of us while we're sitting there and then she's like also i want to ask if i could be on if i could be on the podcast i was like you want a guest on the podcast she goes no i want to be a member and we talk about it and that was michael yeah michael was on the show for about a year <laughs> and so we had a fourth member for the first time ever we had michael and i mean michael you know 
she worked in radio, but and and she you know she was she did pretty decent. I liked Michael, um, but she would like cancel all the time. Okay, and yeah. that's the one thing you can't do, man. She you gotta be reliable man. all the time. Yeah, you can't do it. Or she'd be like, "I'm in Santa Fe, I can't get make it back," and it was just constantly, constantly. Yeah. It's like, and I I didn't care, but Billy and Smiley did. So they were like, "Wow, she's got to go." Yeah. So, so Billy fired her, and uh, I don't remember what we were doing. We'd met Holly Ann at uh, at this when we did a live show. We did it at a live show. So that's the thing. We did live shows also at like at like Blues and Brews, right? At like this uh, Alibi uh, un- Untapped or yeah. un- Untapped. That's what it's called. And it was at the rail yards. And there was a band on stage. Literally, there was like live music going on while we're podcasting. And Holly Ann <laughs> and her boyfriend at the time, who was a magician, <laughs> they uh, they came over and like hijacked our show because I guess he had a radio show and he was like telling us how many markets he was in and all this shit. You know, I, I couldn't stand it. They just jumped in. Yeah. Okay. And, not- and so like I was annoyed by it, but I didn't. You know, but I also didn't care. So then one night, uh, oh, so then. This guy who who runs a, a podcast here, he decided he was going to do a podcast uh, festival, and he, it was going to be an all day like sixteen podcast podcasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nice guy didn't really understand the the logistics of it. <laughs> he was gonna it was going to be a twelve hour day of sixteen podcasts, right? right. Where everybody podcasts for forty five minutes and then breaks down their equipment and leaves. Right. And I was like, the other one, I was like, that's not possible. Yeah, it's asinine. I was like, let's just backline it with my equipment and then right. people just have to come in and sit down. Yeah, and talk easy. And it was one of the worst days I've ever had a podcast. And well, smiley hated it. Yeah, it. I've never met. Oh, egos. So many egos. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. that's that is uh yeah. yeah that's a that's a hazard of uh of, of what we do. Everyone thinks they're so great. Oh I'm yeah. Like you, you you're a podcaster. And there was like uh we were at the press club. Yeah. And the press club was the backdrop. Right? Yeah. Awesome. Press club is beautiful. It's a great place. These people came in and they're like, here's a flash drive with our overlay on it for the podcast. I was like, overlay? And they're like, yeah, we want it to make it look like we're in different places. And I'm like, well, you're in the press club and it's live. It's, you know, and they're like, overlay. the guy's like, the guy's like, I don't know what to tell you. That's what we want to do. Just like shit oh like that. Oh, my God. You know? All right, great. Then, Why don't you and, go do it then? And then they I'm didn't like doing that. They didn't like the chairs. Oh, my they God. They wanted us really? to change it. Yeah. And I'm like, dude. The press club? Yeah. Like you want. Oh, my God. The, and I said, well, if you don't like the chairs, take the ones out that you don't like and go find the ones you do and put them there. Yeah. And they got really mad at that. And I was like, I'll have to tell you, bro. I love it. They like they're complaining. They, so they oh, just yeah. start complaining about everything. Yeah. But and, and not on the. Yeah. They can't concentrate. Yeah. This, this free. That's this funny, man. Free advertisement for your podcast. Right. So Holly Ann is the one who actually worked there, and she was running. She was like running the promotion, and like I had to have meetings with her, and we talk because like the, you know press clubs are social clubs, so they they don't allow certain things. They don't allow outside alcohol, right? And the people who were being difficult tried to bring in their own drink. Yeah, it's like we told you, and can't they, do I, that. we had, I had to tell them that, and the girl like threw it away in front of me, like in a huff. Oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, oh my god. Anyway, Holly Ann's like, hey, I want to be on your show. I'm a comedian, and I said, oh, yeah, I've heard that. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then Michael gets let go of, and Holly Ann comes and does the show. And uh, I think we invited her back another week, and then we end up asking her if she wants to do it. And I think she wanted to do it. Right. So that's how Holly Ann came on. And then uh, a couple years later, uh, Billy Billy meets the love of his love life, his life <laughs> and uh, she's a uh, professor at Georgetown University, so he... 
tells us, hey, I got to leave. I'm going to move to Georgia, to yeah. D.C. and live with my, my woman. And he did. And so he left. So since then, it's just been we, – we, we did bring on a guy named Ray. And he did he did yeah, the show Ray, for a little Ray while. He, he just – yeah, he just didn't ever really get into it. Yeah. You know? And, I mean, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, so he was good. I yeah. liked him. But, so uh, since then, it's just been me, Holly, and uh, Smiley. Yeah. And whoever guests, you know. Yeah. That's awesome, man. 15 years. And we made it through the pandemic. I mean, you helped me with that. I mean, we were doing Zoom. You and I were talking back and forth, and you, we were doing Zoom, and you were like, hey, I found this. Yeah, this thing called StreamYard, StreamYard yeah. man. It, it makes it way easier. Yeah, this, man. Like, it changed everything. Everything. Man. Like, and, big uh, shout out to them, man. Big shout out to them. And, man, and then, like, Zoom recorders and everything. It, it, just looking at, like, the technology from back then to today, it's 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 night and day. Yeah, I, it just, it just definitely yeah. gotten easier, which uh, you know helps guys like us, especially mm-hmm. if we got luck mm-hmm. gear around, um, or you know, or just running the the home setup, right? Or well, the studio, it just makes it so which much easier. Also goes back to that, like if you can't set up and run your own podcast, I mean, yeah, it's so easy to do now, right? Like when people like like people ask me all the time, they're like, "Hey, I think I want to do this. What should I do?" And I'll flat out tell them, "I'm all well." Go buy a blue snowball. Yeah. Plug it into your laptop. Start recording. Yeah, that's it. D- download Audacity. Start recording. That's it. And, uh, and they're like, well, I want, it, I want it to sound like yours. And I'm like, well, that's thousands of dollars. Right. And do you know if you like this or not? And right. they're like, oh, I know I will. No, no, no. Well, can you do blue this snowball. Can you? Yeah. I always say, people say 100 episodes. I always say six months. Yeah. If you can make it six months, you can make it. Yeah. It's 100 episodes yeah. like two years, man. If, yeah. If you go every week. I say six months. Yeah. If you can make it past six months, and I said, and with the blue snowball, it's a hundred bucks. You're gonna learn like ambient noise, right? You're gonna learn how to edit, yeah, everything, and it'll cost you what, maybe seventy dollars total. Yeah, for Is sure. It, I mean, if you don't have a laptop, you, you might have I, to buy one. But I, most people have laptops. Yeah. In so minutes. yeah, and I mean, you can get pretty good audio out yeah. of a blue snowball and have multiple people, right? You know, but. I feel like you you start at the beginning and then if you feel like, you know, this is something you want to do, then you, you get rid of that and yeah, you, you know, you buy this and then you get rid of that and you buy this, you know, you yep. just kinda upgrade and upgrade till you're actually like, you know, legit. Yeah. So uh, that, six months is good is a yeah, good uh good yardstick, I, I think, which is uh which is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, I I love your first setup, just uh, like you got you literally got it all at Radio Shack. Oh yeah. And it sounded awful. Like, that's the reason, like, and I always tell people, like, you know, I understand, like, you know, waste, wasting your time and da, da, da. But if you if learning, you, though, well, I mean, if you record a show, though, and you go to listen back to it and it sounds awful, don't put it out. Right. And people are like, oh, well, yeah, but that cost, you know, we were there for two hours. The content's great. I'm like, all right, because if, if I listen to a podcast and this is the first time I've ever heard it. Oh, yeah, I'm not if, going back. If one person's super loud <laughs> and then everybody else is really quiet and I have to yeah. constantly like turn the volume up and down, I'll never listen to it again. Right. What um, what inspired you to start live streaming? So that's um, people always ask me, is like, hey, man, what's the future of podcasting? It's like video live streaming, what, um, which, which, you know, like, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to lie. I, you know, I, I copied people. Oh yeah, um, I, I mean, but yeah, yeah I mean, like, I, I saw, inspiration, man. I inspiration. saw like Keith and the girl or somebody had started doing a live show with video, and uh, I I had the the webcam that went with the Xbox 360. Oh yeah, and I plugged it in and it worked, and I was like, hey, let's just do it, right? And see if some people watch, and then that's that's where it ballooned. 
Yeah, it was cool. Uh, yeah. I, I met a couple of Twitch streamers. They were they yeah. were uh, Twitch streaming uh, Magic the Gathering like oh, online. Wow. And I was like, this looks like this looks cool. And uh, so I started messing with it. Mm. And uh, yeah, Lone Beal. Yeah, I, I one time I was like, hey, people are watching this. This is pretty cool. It, it, I like the li- I love the live aspect. It wasn't called Twitch when I first started recording on it. No, Justin TV. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Oh my god. That was one of the sites Holy I tried. Crap, we're going way back now. Yeah. Ustream, Justin.tv. Yeah. What was the other ones? There's a couple other ones. Yeah. And I've, I've since went and looked them up. And they, you know, that's how I knew that one became Twitch. Yep. And then Ustream got bought by somebody big. Yeah. And then just just like swallowed it up. Yeah. We were doing it yeah. for ourselves at the, the, yeah. in the beginning uh, just, just to see how it worked. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and I, then uh, it, a lot of our podcast was like, hey, we want to do that too. I'm like, really? And then, like, okay, uh, cool. We used to have, it's funny because like people still bring this up all the time. We used to have a call in line. You could call into the show. Really? Live, yeah. No way. Like, yeah. And like, <laughs> and like, um, that's so like unpredictable. And the weird thing, oh, yeah, absolutely. And the one thing, but I mean, that's also cool, you know? Yeah. And the one thing that's, that's interesting about that was, is like, I, we would want people to call in. And then like, you may get two or three, one episode, and then you would go like five episodes with none. Yeah. And I always thought like, well, that sucks. No one's watching. And then I found out, because I, I was like, man, radio, people call in all the time. And I found out like that the that that they don't. Right. Those are those are all scripted fake. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah plants, yeah. I didn't know that. I had no idea. And so once I heard that, I was I felt good about it. But we did have one guy that would call in and we knew him, but we always acted like we didn't know him. <laughs> and uh, that was all fake too. But he would call in and he and like it, he always did it when we had guests on. And so that he would call in and like I either knew he was going to or as soon as I heard his voice I knew it was yep. him. And he would just say like the most like he would talk real slow and uh, in, in like serious, but then just like he would just be like meandering on like topics about like, you know, like a bucket of pus or something. And the people <laughs> on the show would be like, wow, who is this person? And I'd be like, I don't know. They just called in. But I always knew. And it was always super hilarious. And uh, like we we're just like trying not to laugh. We would just be like. And, and, and like the whole time, they're like, "Why is he talking about vultures?" And I'm like, "What? Like, I don't know." We're like, "I don't know anything about vultures and why they would pick I don't, a rabbit." I don't, I don't know this guy. He, yeah, he like, would just literally be like, <laughs> um, "So I, you know, was wondering like if a vulture could like lift a cat and like fly it across town and then like drop it in a different area, would the cat make its way?" You know, like in, in, the, in the, that would be like the whole like conversation, like just wandering, right. this meandering weird stuff, and like he would write it all out. You know, <laughs> scripted it all. But out. then it got to the point where, like the the doing the phone thing, like just seemed like too much. And once you know, you you had like live chat. Yeah, that just seemed like a better because people are, they don't want to call, they don't want to be heard. Right. They, but if there's a chat, they'll do that all day. Right. They'll hide behind it all day. Yeah. You know, which is fine. So I was fine with that. So that's kind of one of the aspects that's changed. Yeah, I I love that. Uh, yeah, people can jump online and interact. Oh yeah, I, I, that changed everything. Yeah. And then uh, with the streamer, you can just oh, play man. it on the screen. Love it, love it. And, I always uh, want people I, to be live. I, you know, it's funny because like I'm always like, I know people listen to the audio podcast pretty heavily, yep. but I'm always like trying to like, if there's something visual, I'm like, oh, this is why you know, like last night with the baby. Yep. Like this is why you got to watch live. It's fun, you know. Yeah, you never know what will happen. Yeah. Man. You never know what. We had a pretty happen. good amount of people watching live last night. I believe. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I, yeah, I, I, I threw up some links too. Yeah, oh, nice. Links to it's, uh, so, yeah, that's kind of it, I think. I don't know. That's awesome. I, do you yeah. have a favorite moment? 15 years, man. Do you have any favorite moments? Uh, man. Yeah, I do. So, 
one of the larger breweries, one of the old, the oldest brewery in the state is is uh, Santa Fe Brewing. And uh, this might be a long answer for that question, but so we got time, man. There's no rules here. We, uh, we they have a place here called Green Jeans, and it's like their tap room. And somehow I would, you know, like the biggest thing is like people are like, how do you get to do all this stuff? And they don't really understand that it's not like it's not word of mouth. It's networking. It's like getting out and meeting people. Oh yeah, for sure. So I had met the guy who was like the set head salesman for Santa Fe Brewing through people, and I was like, in in they were like, you should have him podcast that uh, here at Green Jeans. So we we went up there like they 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 didn't know whether they would want that or not. They didn't like the name because you know it kind of implied that like you're gonna get wasted, you know. Right. <laughs> so they brought us up to Santa Fe. We had a meeting with them, and like we just all hit it off really really well. So then one Saturday, we were supposed to interview the head brewer, uh, Bert Boyce, who used to, uh, you know, he was a Sam Adams brewer at one time. But, like, we uh, get there, and they're like, oh, Bert's wife had, a, had her baby today, so he can't be here. So we interviewed the general manager, the head salesman, and then the, the guy that was in charge of, like, marketing. And we just sit there and drink beers. And, it, you know, it was a fun show. Yep. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was anything out of the ordinary or spectacular. Right. But it was cool. But, but you know, we did what we did, and, you know, and uh, there's some cool pictures from it. So then, like, they leave, and they're like, yeah, thanks. That was fun. But nothing really big. So then about six months later, they email me. And the first thing is like, hey, we're very sorry. We apologize. We kind of took you guys for granted. We didn't really think about, like, you know, you guys were so good. We didn't. We didn't. uh realize how professional and good you guys were <laughs> and i'm like okay and i guess what had happened was is like they they uh started selling their beer in uh el paso yeah and some guy down there was like i have a podcast and i want to interview bert and uh, about the beer and so he goes on this podcast and the guys was green didn't know what they were doing right they talked to all of each other and the audio was trash and they were like we, we want to apologize and like we want to bring you up to the main santa fe branch and have you interview Bert and get a good yeah, interview. Yeah. So they put us up in a hotel. Oh shit. And they, they let us pick out a show that was on their uh they have they have a music venue up there. Yeah. They let us pick out a show. They gave us free tickets to the show, put us up for the night, and the next day we did the podcast. Yeah. So we picked the old ninety sevens, went up there, watched the show, drank, went to the hotel, came got up the next day. Well, we, we were trying to figure out where we wanted to set up and, and do the show. And that set, it was a Saturday. And they had just moved from their original tap room, which was really tiny, over to the music venue and turned that into the tap room. Yeah. So that was the first day. And um, we, we go all over and like there was actually a radio. They have a radio station connected to them that's got to do with some university there. And I was like, look, can we sit just do it in here? We don't have to use our equipment. We can use mine. But it's, you know. Yeah, it was all kind of set up. Yep. And the radio station people were like, nope. Oh, I was like, man. I was like, all right. All right, fine. I don't, so, we don't need you. So we're sitting there, and they're like, well, Which, you want to do it in front of the fermenters? And I'm like, eh. Then I was like, well, didn't you guys move the tap room? Yeah. What's going on in the old tap room? They're like, nothing. Oh. And they're like, you want to record in there? And I'm like, yeah. And then, and they're like, okay. I'm like, so we I guess we'll bring in beer. And they're like, oh, no, the, the taps are still, you can still ah. get beer out of the taps. Okay. Then they go, do you want to sit behind the bar and do the podcast? And I'm like, yeah. So I'm literally podcasting, like me, Michael, and Smiley. Billy didn't make that trip. And as I'm talking, I'm literally turning and just pouring my own beers. Yeah. And just going. Oh, man. And, and, and we had 
like one to two people at the beginning of the podcast. And by the end, there's, uh, these are all just workers. Right. By the end, the whole staff is in there laughing. We're, we're, we have a microphone, like having them walk up and like tell stories about each other. Yeah. And like, it's just a blast. One of the, one of the, one of the best times I ever podcasted. That's awesome. Behind the bar, yeah. uh-huh. Santa Fe Brewing. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. Which uh, and then we uh, we went up there on our on our way to Meow Wolf oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. six months ago. They had that big outdoor area. That's we the sitting. third third iteration of the tap room. Yeah, yeah. We were sitting uh, in those under erotic chairs yep. outside. Uh, yeah, I'd love to pot out there. One oh day. yeah, right. Yeah, there and uh, yeah. Is there anywhere where, where you where you'd like to podcast that you haven't done it yet? Ugh. Mind me, I would like to do it at Meow Wolf one day. There you go. Yeah, that's that on stage at Meow Wolf. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, or or anywhere at Meow Wolf for that matter. But then you're always afraid no one's going to show up. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, I, I just mean, want to do it. I don't care if anybody yeah, shows up. That's I just true. want to tell people. Like, oh, I just want the photos. I, I agree. Meow Wolf would be a really cool one. Um, you know, I don't really have any. Like, that's you know, I, I mean, back in the day, I would always said marble, but I mean, that's really not a not a dream anymore. I yeah, don't, like yeah. You could, yeah, we could go do that today. We could do that today. <laughs> we could literally just go to do but, that today, um, which is cool. I don't know. White House, I guess. White House. That'd be kind of cool. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Uh, the White House, as yeah. in the white. Yeah. That'd be cool. Wait, what is white horse? No, white house. White house. White house. Oh, we never want to pay taxes again. <laughs> Arm- yeah. Armageddon. Sorry. Armageddon. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Sorry. We never want to pay taxes again. That's right. The white house. That's right. an interesting one. That would be cool. You know? Yeah. We're live here from the white house and then just do it audio. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, are they really there? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny. I don't know. The white house. I don't know. I, don't, I can't really think of anywhere. Meow Wolf is probably number one. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think around here for sure. Yeah. Greek theater. Something like that. Greek theater. Yeah. Like get him to the Greek. Yeah. Like <laughs> something cool. Yeah. I can't think of maybe. Uh, oh, you know what? I know in Albuquerque, yeah, I'd have to say Pope Joy. Just because I want. What's, what's that? It's a, it's a music venue slash they do a lot of like off Broadway. Like oh, that's, cool. where, that's okay. where Hamilton would be. That's where. Okay, uh, right. That was uh, right by Frontier. Yeah. Okay. Because the acoustics are amazing. Yeah. I just like, you know, that's the kind of stuff I'm like, whoa, I'd like the, oh, you know what? This has nothing to do with uh, podcasting, but there's uh, the Santa Fe Opera House. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I'm friends with one of the old shins. And uh, so when the shins played there, we got to go watch and we got the backstage passes, right? So we're standing on the side of the Santa Fe Opera stage watching the band. They get done and we kind of hang out until like bus check, which was like three in the morning. And uh, we go to leave, and like all security, everybody's gone. Yeah. So we go to leave, and we're walking out of the dressing room area, and we walk up to the stage, and everybody starts turning left to go around the back of the stage. And I'm like, to hell with that. I just walk out on stage and start singing. Figaro, Figaro. <laughs> and it and just sounds oh, really? okay. amazing. Wow. So just, it just, your voice just oh, carried. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was so awesome. Because, you know, that, that place is built for yeah, sound. Yeah. You know? And uh, I geek out on stuff like that, right? Yeah. You know? So yeah, I would like to do that. That'd be a cool place. This is why we do what we do, man. That's why we do what we do. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, at 15 years. Yeah. I um I, I mean, do you ever think about the future? I mean, I, what I love you go you guys go every Sunday. Yeah. Which is yeah great crazy two hours. Yeah. Which is uh I, it, it's that's a lot. It's I a feel lot. Like, I'm gonna yeah. tell you it's a lot, but you, um, I, I love um. Every, Some, sometimes you're dedicated. Like, everyone yeah. shows up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes I feel I could do more, and then after, every time I start to do more, I'm like, ah, no, it's you too much. The, yeah, once you get to that point, like yeah. then you stop doing it at all. But but I, mean, I do I, feel I, like when I retire and I don't have to work, I'll probably do it five days a week again. Really? Yeah. Because well, I would like to have you know, because I, I like to have something to do. 
I feel like if you always have something to do, you have something to live for. Right, you don't, sure, you don't, sure. You know, your health stays, and you, you know. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I, I think uh, this is one of those things. Uh, yeah. Like, if I won, if I won like a hundred million dollars in the lottery or yeah. whatever, that I would still be doing this. I'd be doing it five days a week. This. Yeah, I yeah. I don't know about five days, but uh, I would have. Uh, here's what I would I just, do: if I won that money, I would have a podcasting studio on Central, full full window, bulletproof glass, <laughs> bulletproof. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Alarm systems. And, uh, like, yeah, you, we could sit Cameras. in there and, and then have like a speaker that on the outside, so yeah. people could listen if they wanted to. Not real loud, but you know. And then it, we'd sit in there and podcast. And then if like some musician wanted to come and record, you know, music there, yeah. they could do it real cheap or whatever. And I think it'd be dope as hell. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Downtown studio. Yeah, that that'd be fun, man. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'd love to be on Central. Uh, yeah, you know, maybe run a couple taps in there from. Uh, oh, and, oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And uh, have some good coffee around there somewhere. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's awesome. Um, Just do that. Let me do another next yeah. And then yeah, we do need- like a happy hour show every day. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. If I had that, if I had that money, yeah. They fun live stream it. Yeah. Like yeah, definitely. Tendrick minimum happy hour. Yeah, come on by everybody. Dun dun dun. Yeah, that's awesome. And if people walk by, if you know them, you're all come on in. Yeah. Buzz them in. Yeah, it's like since we go week to week, you know, we do like clock. You don't really, you just you, you only see as far as the next show. I think. Right. Right. It's like I, yeah, I, yeah. It's like wow. Yeah. And then it goes by fast too. Like in five years, you know, you'll still be doing it. You'll be at like whatever episode, uh, you know, a thousand <laughs> around there. Like crazy, right? Yeah. Like, it, and, uh, well, yeah, I mean, closing in on, yeah, I mean, I guess I got 250 more. Yeah. That's about Man. five years if you go weekly. Yeah. It's crazy. It's going to happen. Yeah. Maybe by then, like, somebody will say something about us. I don't know. Yeah. Somebody th- will give a shit. Yeah, I think I know. I, I like going weekly. Like, yeah. like week to week, I know something's going to happen. Well, how many podcasts do you do now? Uh, I mean, I, I I I was at my height. I was maybe doing three a week. Mm. And they're all different. Um, I That's did, a lot of podcasting. did two with Mike Zapsic. Uh, one was okay. called I, I Saw Comics. Uh, then we did another one called The Ming and Mike Show because we just wanted to talk about whatever we wanted. Uh, the I Saw Comics, and we kind of had to focus on pop oh, culture and You have to have show notes. Uh, I I do them, yeah. I I yeah, I write them down, but nerd. nothing. Yeah, nerd, nerd. Nothing complicated. I just you know, just a just yeah. a way to prepare about uh, how I what I want to talk about. I don't know how you have time to do that between being at a con almost every weekend. Uh, I mean, we record uh, Wednesday mornings. We stream live from the uh, the comic book yeah. shop, which is a really cool backdrop for live mm-hmm. streaming. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's not rocket science. I'll take maybe thirty minutes to jot down what I want to talk gotcha. about that week. And then I read a couple comics. But I, I mean, uh, you guys already have the studio set up. No, I, I set that up every uh, every morning. It's quick though. Tripod, oh, camera, you guys set laptop. That up every morning? Yeah, and then uh, the, the Zoom. Your studio recorder. didn't just stay set up. No, well the uh, that that we do, but uh, 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 we live stream from the comic book shop. Uh, have the background, so I bring. Do you do it from the uh, Jane Silent Bob? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right in front of the counter. It's a pretty cool backdrop. They don't care if you guys do it. We do it at nine in the morning. So oh, so they're closed before the the store opens. But I mean, you guys don't work there anymore, so they don't. They just let you in. Yeah, no, no. Mike does. Mike, Mike's full time manager. Oh, he's still. F- oh, yeah, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. I guess like how how have things changed since the TV show? Um, uh, Mike's full time manager Walt Walt uh, Walt left to concentrate on their podcast, which is doing very. It's doing very. What is it? Uh, tell them Steve Dave. It's tell called. Steve Dave. They're doing very successful. Oh, they're, so they're, Walt Walt no longer manages the no, store. No, uh, yeah, they were doing so well on the podcast. Like, oh they wow, can, they can live off of it. All three of them. Really? Yeah, and then some. Yeah, they have a very huge Patreon following. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So they went off and they got their own building, uh, not building, but their own, their own office and uh, yeah. set up their own studio. Is it just them that use it? It's just them, yeah. But the, they sell merch out of there. Like fans will randomly stop by. It's a weird setup because it's you know it's a, oh, it's, wow. a, it's in a weird office building uh, in, inside of a strip mall. Dang, yeah, huh? Which is pretty cool. But yeah, man, they're yeah those three are they're doing very well. That's a so. dream, right? They're living the dream. It is. It it is. Although you know, with Patreon, you have to uh, you got to create hard goods. Oh, you got to ship yeah. things out. But and, I mean, if that's uh, if that's your job, work. then that's yeah. your job. Yep. Yeah, for sure. So, but yeah, Mike's full time managing. What um, uh, and so. So it's just all people that work there that were not on the show, or uh, yeah, well, except yeah. for Mike, yeah, except um, for Mike, yeah. So people always stop in probably to see him. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think they hope uh, like all four of us. How come you, like, you don't work there at all? Uh, I left to concentrate full time on the podcast studio. Really, it's you know, something I believe in. So I, you know, I couldn't. Yeah, it's hard. And then you know, doing the cons too, it was hard to do all in of the that. in the uh, immortal words of Cooney. You are so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Yeah, nothing. You're so stupid. <laughs> stupid. Stupid. Red yeah. snapper. Very tasty. I love that. Uh, sorry, UHF. UHF, and yeah. Yeah. Spatula City, everybody. Let's yeah. go to Spatula I mean, City. I'm sure there was like a little bit, yeah. Like, they stereotyped him kind of. They did it. It's funny. Yeah. You know, I think it's a funny way, the, the though, scene, man. There's I, a scene, and I, I don't think I, I noticed <laughs> it for years. Where they've kidnapped uh, um, Michael Richards' character. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Stanley. Uh, Stanley Spadowski, man. Stanley Spadowski. Yeah. And then, so then, like, they hear something, and in the, in the, the door on the closet says supplies. Yes. And when he kicks the door, oh, when he goes, right. supplies. Yeah. All right. Maybe, all right. Maybe a touch racist. Yeah. 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 That's an old joke. Yeah. Too, a, but I mean, I never noticed it until like yeah. years later. So now I was like, oh, yeah, yeah that's yeah. probably that's that could be construed. As I saw that movie racist. in the theater and I, I loved it every moment of it. I had a way mm. far underrated movie. Agreed. My friends, loved if you it, haven't seen it. it, it's out there streaming somewhere. UHF. Who, who would have thought it holds up still? People still talk about it today. It really does. Yeah, definitely yeah. check it out. Man. And it bombed a bad at the box office. It, they didn't know how to market it. There were so many people in that movie too, right? But none of them were like made a major star. I don't think. No, like, no, no. Uh, but like, weirdo, well, yeah. uh, Michael Richards. Michael uh, Richards became one, I Vic- guess. But Victoria Jackson. Victoria um, Jackson. A couple other people. Gosh, who was the <laughs> change? You got any change? Oh, that guy. Is that here? You have a change for yeah. that, that joke where the blind guy's doing the Rubik's cube and he just does like one move and then he shows it to the guy and he's like, nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, yeah, so bad but little, so good. Just little moments little things, of brilliance yeah. in that movie, man. I don't know how much Weird Al got to write on that, but probably not. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Yeah. I uh um. Your your uh your your lineup co-hosts are great. They're they're yeah. reliable yeah. first and foremost. I keep telling people they're like, well, what you know, what's the what's the key to successful podcast? I'm like, all right, do it consistently. Yeah. And number two, if you got co-hosts, you got to make sure that they're 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 as into it as you are. Yeah. Because uh, you know, we've seen it all. We've seen the podcast drama. We've seen yeah. egos. Yeah. We've seen people like not be as committed, and it it, yeah. kill, it kills everything. Well, they don't show up consistently. In uh, like I've never been in a band, but I've been around musicians mm-hmm. for quite some time, and that's the weirdest thing too. Is like I didn't run the podcast like I like it was a, a, a radio show per se. I right. ran I ran it like it was a, a rock band, you know. Yeah, because that's all I knew. Because that's only you know because I've only been around it, you know. And like Billy would always talk about, like yeah, it's like this is like being in a band because right. you have people who don't show up to fucking rehearsal and. You know, yeah, you have to get on their ass, right. and then you have to get rid of somebody. 
Yep. You know, and that's why I was like, we have three three hosts right now, me and two co-hosts. But like, I always like to have at least I like to have four because like that way we always have three. If yep. someone cancels sure. or something, yeah. And uh, luckily though, now we have like Streamyard and whatnot. That like if someone's like, oh, I can't make it, I'm like, well, because I'm like, you know, sick or whatever. I'm like, oh, can you do it from your house? Yeah. And, yeah. He's like, sure, I can do it. And then like. Somebody made a comment that they like. Oh, I can definitely tell when someone's not in the studio and they're streaming. The sounds a little like, less, and I'm like, yeah, you got to get. I'm like, yeah, I can't control what like the microphone on right. their tablet or their. Yeah, you can hear them. It's not. Yeah. Ter- it's not yeah. terrible. Well, um, yeah, especially now, you know, everyone started doing podcasts via Zoom. Yeah, you know, I think the tolerance for audio quality is. Uh, you've got to yeah, you've got to give it that of, a little bit. Yeah, uh, there's more leeway now. I mean, that's the thing. It's like all of a sudden we had this this moment where the world shut down. And it was really interesting to watch technology shift oh, yeah. to podcasting. Yeah. Like, for example, Canon. Like, when you're web streaming, you know, like, I, would, I, I used a Canon DSLR years ago. And they would be like, you would have to figure out how to get around the 30-minute shutoff. Yep, yep, yep. And they were like, oh, it shuts <laughs> off because you'll mess up the sensor and dot, 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 dot. All of a sudden, pandemic, Canon's like, oh, download the software, put it on your camera so it can become a web camera. Yeah. It's like, gee, thanks. <laughs> huh. Interesting. <laughs> how so convenient. The sen- so the sensor isn't a big deal, huh? No. And someone's probably like, oh, it, it was, but, you know. But, you know, and then like Zoom, for example, Zoom was like a recorder for like musicians. Yep. Yeah. It's primarily it's like, audio gear, but I mean, but, it's still that, but it's like, but there's that huge podcasting contingent of it. You yeah. know, like you're, what is this? A Zoom what? This P4? is a PodTrack P4. PodTrack P4, which is amazing. Specifically for podcasting. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's a price point affordable to pretty much everybody. Uh, this podcast is sponsored by Zoom. By Zoom. Zoom Sound Lab, everybody. Nice, yeah. And you, uh, you're sponsored. You, you, you're, or you, you're on their ads. I, uh, yeah, I did an ad campaign for them for yeah. via the the Live Track L8 mixing board, which yeah. is, uh, you know, it, it was it, nice to endorse something that I really yeah. truly loved. They're all, you're all. They backed up a whole truckload of money. Yeah, onto not, the, not, not a lot. Not quite, but no, it was that. That's good having a relationship mm-hmm. with them. I mean, I, I truly love their products. I use yeah. them, and uh, yeah, they, they, they're, they're like a. If I, I'm like a cyborg, you know, like yeah. a part of me. I have a Zoom product on me at all times, basically. Oh, wow. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. I, uh, do you ever think uh, you'll add a fourth back if you find the, find the I guess if you find the right person, but... Oh yeah, um, but what, no. Would you would you want the, a fourth person? You, you foresee maybe? I don't know. Are you are you are you auditioning? No, I I love you guys. I love being on the show. It's one of my favorite things. And, I'll drop um, the contract. And pff, yeah, yeah. How many millions? Uh, can you you think you go down from two million to one million a year? It's like yeah, I could probably do that. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Could you take a pay cut to zero? Right, personal chefs. And, personal uh, chef. You know, driver. Like, can I get a driver? Let me like, see your rider so I can yeah. put it in the shredder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, no, I that the time commitment though. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I know. That's why uh, I admire would you I bring guys. It, would I bring in a fourth person? Yeah. Yep. If, if, that's the, that's the thing. Holly and Smiley and I have talked about. And uh, if we find the right person, and they like, we all like are like, man, this person yep, is like cool, spot on, and awesome. Because it's good to bring those people in, bring in fresh people every once in a while. Yeah. In my in my opinion, I'm not, and I don't want my co-host to hear this and be like, "Oh, we're gonna get fired." No, 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 absolutely not. <laughs> but like, I, I like having you know. That's why I like having guests. Sometimes I don't yep. like. I like having guests sometimes, and sometimes I don't. <laughs> but like, having that fresh perspective, you know, is always nice, and it right. helps. You know, yeah, someone outside yeah. of like it's a bubble or and whatever. One of the big things is is like 
a lot of people love Smiley on the show. <laughs> it's, and they're all like, I used to, and it took me, and I, I used to struggle with this because they get mad. And they're like, you talk too much and you don't let Smiley talk enough. Really? And the reality is, Smiley talks as much as Smiley wants to. Right. If I said, hey, Smiley, I'm going to let you talk more, it wouldn't happen. Right. That's why I talk so much because I don't want the dead air. Right. And and Smiley knows when to come in and he knows when he wants to say. No. It's very calculated and he, he knows what he's doing. And that's why you love him. If he talked more, you might not. Right. You know what I mean? It just wouldn't be natural. Yeah. So he's like just kind of the perfect weird like jolt at the right moment and right i've never met anyone like james smiley and that's a great mm-mm, thing mm-mm. Uh, it's a great thing now and, uh, thing- I, and i know uh, yeah I, I i love it when he chimes in uh, yeah. i know occasionally he frustrates the, the living crap out of everybody sometimes well and, uh, a little bit and, uh, of that's for show yeah, yeah. Oh, really yeah, yeah. okay yeah. Oh, yeah of course of course yeah but i mean i'm gonna be 100 percent honest too i've never in the all the seven or eight years i've known him have had Smiley tell me something, and as outrageous as it is, yeah. it not be true. Yeah. Um, every and, time. Yeah. Every single he's time. Done some weird stuff, man. And he and, and he knows. <laughs> like, you know, and, and he and he and it's weird because like he'll say some shit and I'll be like, no. And then it might not be till months later that some other person or something will bring it up and be like, right. Oh yeah, you remember that time Smiley? You were like jumped off the building into like, you know, the trash can it's on fire that's not a story but you know and he'll be like yeah i was telling that on the pot i'm like good lord so that really happened yeah and and it'll be something like outlandishly like crazy like that like to me like smiley comes off like he can't even take care of himself sometimes but then he used to own a bar yeah yeah you know (laughs) yeah home uh harlow's on the hill home of the meat waffle that was the bar yeah all right, I yeah. shoot. If I had a time machine, I'd love to right. go back. Oh to my the, gosh, right to go party and there. Smiley has like I've met his mom, kinda. <laughs> we, we've kind of like exchanged emails because like she was like, "Can you have my son? You know, call like email me or call me because I haven't heard from him in a while." Oh, he, you're the yeah you're the Smiley locator. And then, but he has a brother. Never met him. Yeah, never seen him. And like everybody's like, he talks about how different they are and like how like kind of you know extroverted and crazy his brother is and like all the stories he tells like i've heard from other people like just no. not yeah same story same you know that's great. awesome yeah yeah, yeah I, I love what a unique individual mm-hmm. he is i love uh he came out and hung out with yeah. us so for, uh, last couple of nights and uh, that, was, that right. was that was that's been have fun. you ever hung out with him that much um i think we i don't yeah. know about that much but we've, yeah. we've hung out with him for sure I yeah i love uh yeah I, um oh wow they're playing uh there's a, the the music that's playing right now is a a local band called Prism Bitch. Prism Bitch. Prism. Yeah. Prism. Prism Bitch. They were called Prison Bitch. Okay. And it's three, three, three ladies <laughs> and, a, and a man, and uh, he would dress as the prison guard, and they would dress as prisoners when right. they first started playing. But uh, it's my good friend Lauren Poole, uh, the shipper can you say lady? Yeah. <laughs> okay. But that's who's playing right now. Sorry. That's cool. Weird tangent. No, not at all. We got to shout out the the local bands, Prison Bitch, Red yeah. Light Cameras. There, they tour all over. So. They tour all over. They're gonna. Do, they do the East Coast. They do. Uh, um, they do the East Coast. They do the West Coast. And they tour with the band called Built to Spill. Yeah. 
Have you ever heard of them? No. They're pretty big. And the drummer of Prism Bitch is now the drummer for uh, Built to Spill. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they now tour with them so they can, she can she can do it for both. That's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I remember uh, when I, was, I, I, I told the story about how I met Holly Ann, but I think mm. maybe a few months or maybe a year after I met her, I found out she was on a podcast. I was oh, like, holy yeah, yeah. shit. I was like, are, are you podcasting now? Yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah, I met these guys, and uh, they invited me to be a permanent member. Like, holy shit. Yeah. I remember I, I listened to him. And uh, yeah, I, I was. I listened to. It, I was like, "You're the best one." I, I, kept, I kept telling her, "I was like, you're the best one." I was oh, like, "They man. need you, man." This is before I met you guys, so you know, I, I hate was you like, now. Yeah, you're just my friend. So like, yeah, you're, you're like, you're Zaf so funny, the man. Best one, your show. I know that's not true. So like, they, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, dude, I was like, I was just, I remember, I was just so like really, really proud of her. I was like, holy yeah. crap, you know, you're the best one. You're the best. I'm gonna fight her now. Around, you're the um, best. Around. Yeah, and then I remember when it real when I realized I was coming back, I was like, "Hey, do you think I could come on for an episode when I'm when I'm in town?" She's like, "I don't know. Let me check." And uh, I guess you know you approved it. Yeah. And uh, that was one. Of, that was a fun night, man. That was like, to me. It was like, man, I don't even live here. Like, you know, I don't I don't live here, so mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I'm here for three four days out of the year. But I made friends, and that's I, the and night I, we uh, fucked the pie at Bozy, right? We did. Yeah, I mean, we, we ate Ameri- the pie. Sorry. Yeah, then we fucked it, but yeah, yeah we. Ameri- I'm the pie fucker. Well, tonight you're gonna be the pie. Yeah, <laughs> champs on Bob Strike Back. Yeah, little American pie action. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, but that was fun, man. Like I pulled up to uh, the Rosemont house. Like you guys were in there all set up. I remember oh, yeah, I walked yeah. in. Try. I wanted to get there early, so you know. Uh, we had hung out that whole weekend though, too. We did, you and yeah. I. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You came to the con, and uh, yeah, we yeah. Had never met, and you were like, "I'll get you in." Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. That's right. That is how that happened, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was gonna, I was like, I was telling Holly Ann, I was like, take me over to meet Ming, and she yep. goes, I have to go out of town for a show. <sighs> I remember that. She yeah, had to go to, to El Magordo. She had to go to El Magordo for yeah. a comedy show. Why? Yeah, why? I don't know. Yeah, I have man, no idea. Man, they're playing some bangers today. They are, man. You know why? Because we're here. You know why? Right. Respect. Respect. Yeah, there's that line from Goodfellas. Like one day, the kids from the neighborhood carried my mom's groceries home. You know why? Respect. respect. Love that line. Yes. That's what that's respect that we're always trying to get, man. That freaking mob boss respect. Oh man. We're getting there. Yeah. We're getting there. Yeah. yeah. Someday. I mean, you're there. I mean I don't know if, I don't know about that. Mob boss respect. They don't but, carry your mom's groceries home, but yeah. No, but uh every so often it works, man. Every so often it yeah. works. Uh, yeah. Like, I the, so what we the, the weird thing that happened this weekend, I you kind of missed it a little bit, but we were in a sister bar. We just watched uh, my friends, uh, friends, my friends's band because there's multiple people in the yep. band. Uh, the Russian girlfriends that a CD release or mute, sorry, album release. Yeah, Can't yeah, say yeah, CD yeah. no one has CDs anymore. Yeah. And uh, we were gonna leave and go to uh, Founders, I believe. Yep. As we're walking out, this guy comes up and he goes, "Hey, Chris, can I ask you for a silly, silly favor?" And you guys went over to the pinball machine, and I was like, "Yeah, what is it?" And uh, my friend Weber is moving to San Francisco. He met a woman, and she lives in San Francisco, and he's going to move there. And you know, he he's been a fixture in this this scene for twenty some odd years. So he's leaving, and and these guys knew him, know him, and they knew I knew him, but I don't I don't know those guys. Right. And and I saw I'm like, okay, well, yeah. What's the favor? And they're like, this this woman has created this scrapbook for him, and we were trying to get everybody to sign it. Will you sign it? And I said, yeah. And like to me, it's like I, in my mind, I'm yeah. like. Of course, I'll sign Weber's sure. thing. And but these, for them, and, and those guys, like they were like, "Yes, yeah, wow!" And I was so like, excited. I was like, like it was. I was like, "Whoa!" Like you know, 
And that, that that's made, cool, man. That made me feel a little weird, but that's I awesome. like in a good way. Yeah. Because I was like, because to them, they're like, they, 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 like I could tell they were afraid to ask me. Right. And wow, like, that's really cool. Yeah. That's, that's like, respect, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, will you sign it? I was like, yeah. And they're like, yes, awesome. And like, yeah. and then, you know, they were like, I'm signing. I was like, here you go. Yeah. And, and then I walked over to you guys, but like, I didn't say anything about it because, like, to me, it was like I, in my mind, I'm like, that was funny. Yeah, that was yeah, neat, yeah. You no, know? that's totally that's a great yeah. story, man. Yeah, it's a great story. I, well, I um, well, I mean, speaking of respect, uh, yeah. you've had the podcast for 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, you interview a lot of local business owners here. Okay. Uh, you you help promote a lot of people here. Um, you encourage a oh, lot yeah. of people here. Uh, like how much respect has the podcast gotten you around here? Um, oh, tons. Really? Yeah, that's cool. Uh, totally. And like the people who own this place, Dan and Ann, sidetrack where yeah. we're at. I think they've been going for about five years now. But uh one we were at the two I was at it was the two year anniversary. I was out back talking to them. Right. Because we're friends at this point. And uh I was like, Man, two years, that's great. And I and I like and I started talking to him. I was like, Yeah, I think I was here the first day you guys opened. And Ann goes, Yeah, I know. I was like, Yeah? And she goes, you and Billy walked in, and you sat right over there. And oh my that gosh, first you remember table. that? Oh yeah! Wow! And she goes, because when you guys walked in, she's like, I've never told you this. When you guys walked in, I went over to Dan and I went, I went. The Tendrick Minimum guys are here. Wow! Like it, like, like in hushed tones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa! And man. They, they they were like staring at us from you know, like they were like, oh wow. And they, you know, because they wanted, they were excited because we were, they were, they were like scared and excited because they didn't want us to go on the show and be like, oh, we went to this sidetrack place and it was sucks. You yeah, know, don't they, go they, there. Yeah, they didn't want that to yeah. happen. And um, so we, we didn't do that. We like loved it from day one. And so we went home and did it. And so Anne would listen to every show and like, you know, so I, I remember meeting her and like, we, we, we did a show here and like she just thought it was the greatest thing. But then she would always go, uh, how come Smiley doesn't come here? She always wanted to meet Smiley, and he, you know, she, they, everybody always thinks the we always hang Smiley, out. Yeah. But like even though, like you were shocked he came out the other yeah, night. Yeah, he, he comes when he, he appears when he appears, and he yeah. and, and and the other but, times you don't see him. But like sometimes you you can have such a such respect and such a name that you also have to be careful. And uh, I didn't hear this till way later, but like, um, th- there was a bar called the Blackbird that I spoke of earlier yep. that we that we really loved and really really loved the place and. They closed down because basically the four guys just did. None of them wanted to run it, and they were afraid of like getting sued yeah. or you know, whatever. So they shut it down, and that was a real sad thing. And it was like, it was like the the heart of like the scene, and uh, so then it, the building was closed for a little while, and then this place opened there called Zulo's Bistro. Yeah, and they came in and ripped a bunch of stuff out that was awesome and changed some things and like, you know, they had food and the food was just really not good, right. you know. And they'd have like bands, but they were never like really good. Or they'd have like EDM nights, and it just, it just was really like, eh. And so we would, we would talk shit. Like we'd be like, oh, I went there and blah, 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 blah. food wasn't good, blah blah blah. And one night Holly Ann went in there, and she was sitting at the bar, and she's like, uh, I'll get a beer. And the lady goes, the beer is on me if you'll just never talk about us on your show oh, ever again. Dang man. She goes, please do not. <laughs> and they've since closed, not because of us, but. That made me feel really bad about it. You're yeah. just telling the truth, though. Man. I was. I was telling the truth. This is what you know. But I'm not going to lie. There was probably a little bit of like prejudice on the fact that they, you know, just took a bunch of shit out that was from the old place. Okay, so, yeah. You know, 
it was still that love and yeah and I, you know and i've since like okay i need to not you know let my you know <laughs> your true uh, feelings yeah. though. <laughs> but i mean the food was not good right yeah hey, you know I, and you I, know what I, just because i didn't like what was there that that like i always say to people like well i didn't like that place because this and this and i'll say well then it then it then it's not here for you right it's for other yeah. people you know yeah and so yeah so i had to learn that yeah but so I think you encourage way more than you guys discourage. So I, I you know, agree. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I, so sure. I'm really big about like if I love something, I'll tell everybody about it. Yeah, and it's nice especially uh, if it's like a business. Yeah. Yeah, because nice. We're like, hey, you're the owner. Like, why don't you come on next week? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come, so come, I love. Uh, I love promote. doing that. Haven't done it in a while, but uh, you know, because they always want me to come and do it from their place. Oh no, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, log all that stuff here. It's like, no man, come yeah. to the studio. It's way more fun. Way more fun. Yeah. 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 And like Chris Lurig, he's a big one. Chris Lurie's yeah, great. Safe House Distilling. Yeah. Big fans. Big shout to Chris you know? Lurie. And I mean, I've always had those people like Matt Matt uh, from uh, Broken Trail when Broken Trail was still around. Matt was one of those people. Loved Matt. Loved, you know, everything Matt did. And if I could help Matt in any way I should perform, I would try to, yep. you know. And I'm same with Chris, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he kind of like unofficial member. He comes on all the yep, time, yeah, you know. Yeah, and uh it brings alcohol that yeah. doesn't hurt oh so. <laughs> man and he's, they're doing so well and so that's good um so if i can you know and then like joe anderson with uh all the music venues downtown like i went to the christmas party and someone's like you don't work here and i'm like kind of do yeah yes yeah, so know? i got yeah. invited I, well and I, and I did work for them you know because like during covid they were trying to figure out how to make money so they at the launch pad they would have bands come in and play and they would record it yeah and then they would cut it all together and edit it and then like put it on online. Yeah. And you could pay you could do a GoFundMe to help yep. support it yeah, and yeah, people yeah. did. Yeah, and you got the well, performance too. At the beginning of each episode each video, there's a, a footage of like a sunset above the building and then the camera pans down to the launch pad yeah. sign. I did that. I rec- I filmed that with my the, drone. The drone cool, so I man. did I did work for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh Barney Lopez, the uh, manager or the booker for uh, Launchpad, they do Night of Living cover bands every year. Yep. And it's like six nights and all these local bands come in and they they cover, they cover dress up and cover famous bands. Right. You know, and and it has to be like, you can't have cover bands come in. It has to be like a band that plays their own stuff. But then all of a sudden tonight they're Weezer, you know? <laughs> so before that. It's cool, yeah. The, the, the week before that, Barney came on Ten Drink Minimum, and we did a. Uh, uh, we we announced who all the bands yep, were. I remember, yeah, yeah. And, I listened uh, to that, that episode. And, and, yeah, and who they were, who they were portraying. Yep, yep. You know, we did an artist like, I don't know what you call it, really. You know, yeah, like a reveal. A reveal, yeah, yeah. And uh, that's working for Joe. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm promoting. Yeah, you know, people don't they don't see that that way sometimes. No, I mean, yeah, they, yeah, but it is. And so many bands came up to me that I'd never met before, and they're like, hey, man, thank you for talking about us on your show. I was like, yeah, Yeah, of course. People hear that, man. It's awesome. Yeah. So That's awesome. It's it's always interesting. You talk about the respect aspect, but there is that, yeah. 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 It's cool, and it it makes it feels good, too. Do you ever have someone come up to you at a con, and they're like, hey, I listened to the show, and and you talked about us? or Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the best, man. Or or just even like, hey, man, I I I listened to your podcast. Or they're like, hey, I heard you've been talking about me, and you're like, Take it down a notch, Mike Barnes. It was Mike Barnes, yeah. Mike Barnes. Fucking is, uh, Mike Barnes. You know, Mike Barnes, the bad boy karate. Oh, <laughs> uh, real quick, uh, we, we had that cliffhanger from the other episode. You were talking oh, about yeah. Night Rider. Oh, and car. That's, yeah. That's, oh, that's right. <laughs> we never really finished that. This like, is like a tendering minimum where like people go, I listened to the whole episode, and you said you were going to talk about it in the second hour, and you never did. Yeah. 
and then I'll uh, I'll try to remember it and do it on the next one. But so when I was a little kid, uh, I wanted to see the Knight Rider episode where Kit versus Car. Yep. Like you know his his arch nemesis, and so I never got to see it, and that always has stuck in my mind. So you saw the first half and not the you never finished. Never saw any of it. No, you never saw any of yeah. it. Okay. So then I'm talking to my friends and we're sitting in my house and uh, we're talking about how like there's old TV shows and you watch them again yeah. and they suck. And I was like, and I so I tell that story and my friend goes, oh, that episode was awful. And in my mind, I'm thinking like these evil guys have like built a, a, a rival car yeah. and they like try to kill each other. And they're like, yeah, it's like these two drunk guys accidentally find that car and the whole episode, they're just like <laughs> drunk dudes. And I'm like, that's not what happened. And like, no, it is. Start, put it on. So we start watching it, and that is exactly what happened. Yeah. And I didn't, we didn't even make it into 20 minutes of the episode. Yeah. How, how awful it is. Wow. So I guess it's good that you didn't yeah. see it the first time. Might have yeah. put you on But Knight when I was Rider. a kid, I was so bummed. And like, everybody was like, I, I remember going to school and I was like, did anybody see that episode? And they're yeah. like, yeah, it was all right. It's like, all oh, right. Like, and I was the, like, all right. He fights his nemesis. Yeah. A car as powerful, if yeah. not more powerful than he is. Yeah. And, uh, I was just shocked at how like sh- crappy the the storyline was. Yeah, I was, might watch it all, but I, it's still yeah. You, you don't need you don't you don't need to watch it all. If anything, watch the episodes where he fights Goliath, the uh, the the semi truck. Oh, the semi truck. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Did that you watch a, the one where he, he had the the rival car? You watched that episode? Uh, yeah, it's not that great. Yeah, I'm like blown away by how they could have messed up that premise. Yeah, it it should have just wrote itself, but right? Yeah, but uh, yeah, Come I can't on. remember. Yeah, Come on, Stephen J. Canal or whatever your name is. <laughs> the guy, the guy behind the A Team. Wow, yeah. he, dude, he was behind a lot of stuff. Yes, he was. Like I yes, thought, he wasn't was. he Night Rider too? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, that uh, guy must got a lot of ass, dude. Dude, he, he had a lot of money apparently. A <laughs> Team, Night Rider, like, all the hit shows on NBC. Uh, Let's he see. had a hand in. Yeah, like Riptide. Oh yeah, yeah, Riptide, man. Uh, uh, Riptide. I don't know Remington Steel, maybe. I can't. Let's yeah. see. Let's look at this. A lot this of real them, quick. man. A lot uh, of them. Select. This is selected filmography. Okay. Selected. Okay. Ironside. Okay. Adam Twelve. Wow. Okay. Columbo. Okay. The Rockford Files. Wow. Beretta. These are all. Uh, hit and I'm shows. skipping some. These are all. That, they're not like, big ones. Greatest American Hero. Wow. Okay. Huge show. The A Team. Hardcastle and McCormick. That's right. I remember that. Yes. Hunter. Great show. Riptide. Wise Guy. Tw- uh, 21 Jump Street. Wow. Uh, let's see. I, I don't know if that's like there's more, but Silk Stockings. Yep. Silk Stockings. The Commish. <laughs> uh, I think that's the last one you'd ever know. I mean, that's a pretty big resume. Yeah, right that's there. an insane that's resume. That's a huge resume. So I'll forgive him for possibly penning that awful episode. Right. Where he fights Carr. I'm sure somebody had a hand in it. And right. It wasn't all his fault. but And I don't know if he's still with us anymore. But I'm, I don't think so, no. Oh, I mean, I guess so we'll I, never get the... Yeah, I, I imagine he's passed down. Since you imagine the podcast that guy could do? Oh, dude. Like, yeah. Let's see if he's dead. I don't know. Hold on. If he's not, we got to we gotta get <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, 2010, he was 69. Oh, dang it. Okay, so we'll never know the story beyond that episode. No, right? Unless we get Hasselhoff. He could tell us. Oh, or, he, I or, didn't say, Ed, he didn't do Knight Rider, I don't think. Oh, he didn't? Okay. A-team. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Okay, so we don't. Okay, we, we'd have to talk to Hasselhoff. Maybe we still can. Maybe we can find out who did that. Hasselhoff. Or uh, well, uh, William Daniels was the voice of Kid. He's still around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. might be able to tell us a story beyond that episode. Mr. Feeney yeah. from Boy I always want to hear, I mean, not to prolong everything, but like, <laughs> I always heard like rumors that like, uh, 
on the set of Alf, the guy who played the dad, yeah. hated that he was on that show, hated the puppet. And it caught him like one time he'd been doing a bunch of blow and he was like choking the the, the puppet. <laughs> that's a story I heard. I don't Dude, know if that's true or not. I'm sure he didn't hate it so much that he didn't yeah. cash the paychecks. So, right. Yeah, you and never... they said it was like one of the most dangerous sets because <laughs> the floor had to be like built so they could do the puppet. Oh, right. You know? Yeah. People are falling, like injuring themselves, mm. like broken limbs. Yeah. I don't know. Small price to pay for yeah. for uh, for Being success. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He's all coked up, choking the doll. Right. Choking the puppet. It was all about Elf, though. It wasn't about him. Right. Nobody cared about Willie. I mean, did you ever watch that cartoon, the Elf cartoon? Yeah. And they were always eating, like, cat, like, yep. cat, like, flambe or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, because it was, like, some bowl of mush, but it had a tail sticking out of right. it. Right, yep. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only way you knew. Yeah. Well, yeah. here's to being the uh, the Knight Rider and Elf of uh, Elf's of podcasting. <laughs> here's another 15 years, 10 drink minimum. There you go. Yeah. Maybe that's what I'll do. I'll start a new podcast where I watch an episode of Elf, and then I talk about it. You're going to do an ELF recap podcast? I bet no. somebody's doing it right uh, now. I guarantee they are. Which I do not want to listen to. No. Like, listen to yeah. Watching the show is enough. We don't need to recap it. Mr. Belvedere. Now, Mr. Belvedere, I probably do. Mr. Beauregard. Yeah. Mr. Yeah, that's right. There's like that. Rick and Morty. Yeah. So funny, man. It's one of the best episodes ever. Yeah. Oh, well, thanks for always having welcoming me to yeah. Albuquerque. Oh, and, anytime, um, man. And, and, uh, and, I, yeah, I truly I love being on the podcast. Oh, uh, we love having you. Congrats to your success. And, yeah, um, thank you for showcasing us, man. Oh no, yeah, for sure. I you know I, I love it's like a it's like a black security blanket. Man. Every you, Sunday for me between eight oh, and ten nice. my time. Yeah, I know you guys will be on. I know I can tune in. You, and see uh, you, guys. you know what success is to me is being able to do 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 your podcast. That's been success oh, yeah? to me. Yeah. All right. Well, here you go, man. Yeah. Yeah. Cheer, cheers. I made it. Cheers. Thank you, Chris Burnett. Everybody, uh, mm. listen to Ten Drink Minimum wherever you get your podcasts. Yes. Tune in uh, every Sunday night, six to eight. Well, five to seven. Five now. to seven now. Five yeah. to seven p.m. Uh, Mountain Time. That's uh, seven to nine Eastern Time. There you go. Um, and if you can't catch it live, it's always on Facebook, uh, YouTube, and Twitch. Yeah. So check them yep. out. Uh, one of my favorite podcasts of all time. Aw. And uh, and uh, yeah, Tendering Minimum, everybody. For life. For life. <laughs>